we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I don't need to be around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm We're here to welcome you guys to This Week in Bravo top five um it's the same show that you guys love but this week we're gonna actually introduce some new changes for the time being traditionally this week in bravo top five or twib as you know it um the fifth fourth and third rank stories are are usually posted on our real feed while the full show is available on our patreon but going forward we've decided to make the entirety of this week in bravo available to everyone Um, We understand times are tough, guys, and this is like an extremely unique and uncertain circumstance. So we want to make sure that you guys have full access to this weekly show while you're social distancing and while, you know, finances may be tight. I know they are for me. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure we let everyone in on the on the fun of TWIB. Um, But having said that, we also really greatly appreciate anyone who's still available and able to support us. because we're going to still have special content coming regularly to Patreon that we're going to be announcing very soon. Um, I know Armin and Camille are doing something um, that's really exciting. Amazing. will be stoked for. Um, so if you want to check out the Patreon, um, the link will be available in the description. Um, so go check that out. But let's move on to the hot goss. Amazing. And... Thank you, Armin, and thank you, Eddie, for doing that for everybody. I think that's really great, and it keeps everyone, like, together. It keeps us all, like, enjoying and listening, and that's awesome. So thanks. Well, and with everything changing with Uh, Bravo. I mean, yeah. Everything is changing minute to minute, so we TWIB is becoming more and more relevant, more more important. important. Always. Always. So let's get going. All right. You ready for number five story? Yes. Okay. So we're going to start with good news. Yes. And this is like a, like a doubly good news, like yes. double good news. We've yes. got R-O-B-H and um, R-H-O-N-Y Thank news. God. So uh, let's start with B-H. The trailer came out for season 10. You've seen it, right? Oh my God. Yeah. It looks so good. Um, anytime that you've got someone telling someone to shut the hell up and not talk because their mic is on Mm -hmm. is always good. Um, Mm -hmm. always a recipe for a wonderful disaster. Um, I love Denise. I'm really shook that she's like the center of all this drama this season. Um, I love that Rena's being Rena and it seems like Rena's the one like pulling up, the floorboards and exposing all of like the drama and uh, oh. Brandy's back. Camille is back. Um, Cause they knew they had a big shoes to fill with Vanderpump gone. And with all the ladies seemingly like all friends and happy last season, like they needed, they, they knew they needed to throw some gasoline onto that fire. And I think, I think we have a season. I think we've got it. I really do feel like we have a season because the Denise Lisa Rinna drama, I feel like these women, and I'm going to like correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like these women are leaning into their soap backgrounds. Yes. And they're, you know, they've done this before. And I think watching this, I think. Didn't Denise, we see also, sorry to interrupt, but didn't we see like a, like a quick snippet of Eileen? Yes, Eileen Davidson. In is a wig. Back. Okay, so we've got Eileen, we've got Adrian, we've got... um, Adrian Maloof? Adrian Maloof was seen for a second, too. No way! Everyone is coming back, guys. Well, they they knew they they had to do something dramatic. Well, and they did. I Um, love Rena going, oh, you're so angry. Like, and and (gasps) Denise, and she's like, she's like, who's told you that? Like, not, that didn't happen. Who told you that? Yeah, and Denise looks like she's about to pop. Oh, it just looks. I'm telling you, so these women. Good. I watch after watching the trailer a couple times. I I think these women are leaning into their soap backgrounds, and I think they're acting a little bit. But I'm here for it because that's what Beverly Hills is. Is these women are just coming fully into these yeah they, characters. They're leaning that in, and I'm I'm all for created. It. Um, um, Beverly Hills is still like it's tied second for my favorite franchise out of all for my favorite city. Um, and it's always, it's just always up there. It's always bringing it. Um, yeah, you wait. recently watched season um, nine again, which was the last season. Um, no, t- for for New York or Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Did oh, is just, ten this is ten this coming 10 up? Is this it's the tenth year. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. I thought we already went. We already got to ten. No, Wait, this, no I I think I, I think you're correct. I'm pretty sure. I it's think it 10. started in 2010. 
I think it started in 2010. Um, and I think you're correct. I think this coming up season with Denise and everything, I think that's the 10th season. It is the 10th season. Yeah, so um, I'm re yeah, I rewatched Beverly Hills season nine. Um, it didn't real. I mean, it reaffirmed, um, my heartbreak over Vanderpump because I love her and what she does is really shady. And it's, if she just owned it and admitted it, that she was pissed off at Dorit and it would have been over and done with. And, oh, just, it's, it's so awful how it goes down. And I like Teddy Mellencamp even less after rewatching last season. Okay. I have to say, I literally had your same side about Lisa Vanderpump all last season and I got destroyed for it. So everyone listening, Matthew agrees with me. Uh, my thing I would always say was I love Vanderpump, but I hate LVP. I feel like Lisa Vanderpump turned into this LVP character in season nine and, it, yes. and that was revealed and then it blew up even more so on Twitter after yes. she left the show um, and I hate that. Yes. She just, I love her. I didn't like how she handled anything at all last season. It could have gone so it could have gone a complete different direction yes. for the better. If she would have just um, owned it, I think I would have respected And Teddy really fucked up too. And yeah. Teddy did not get enough shit for her part in it either. Um, it's annoying that John Sessa and John Blizzard are still employed. It's it's infuriating. I, I, uh, it reminded me though how much I love Kyle, how much I love Rinna, how much I love Erica Jane, even though I wish she was on the show more. Um, it turned me around on Dury. I've always disliked Dury and I mildly like her now. Okay. Um, but this season, I feel like it's going to shake it all up again. I think this season. I can't wait. I wonder how Kyle's going to handle her new status as like the queen mother. Cause she <sighs> hasn't been queen bee before. And she, I think she's going to handle it all with a lot more, um, graciousness mm-hmm. and a lot more humility than say LVP did. But I think she's going to have her hands full. Now, do you think it's going to be Kyle or do you think someone else is going to try to no, jump No, I think it's going to be Kyle. Space? I think everyone else is too messy. I think everyone else is going to be too messy. Yeah. Teddy's not strong enough. Um, Dorit's too messy. Rinna uh, thrives in the villain Rinna, role. Yeah, Rinna has to be the shitster, whether it's a good shitster or a bad, bad. shitster. She yeah. has, that's her role. Um, no, I mean, hey, season 11, if Cynthia Bailey makes a transfer, <gasps> oh my then God. we have a new queen. Oh my God. Oh my um, God. Don't even get me started. Okay. I also want to talk about Garcelle because Garcelle <gasps> seems like she's coming in guns hot. I think Garcelle's coming in very much like Erica Jane came yes. in. Like guns blazing, but like not causing drama, but like having great, great takes yes. on everything. Yes. Um, and I'm looking very fantastic excited. as well. She, she looks, looks um, so good. Yeah. Like, she fits right into the shit. cast. Her skin is flawless. Like goals. Goals. Go- uh, goals. I mean, she's just beautiful. I can't wait to see her. I think her and Erica, I mean, as long as much as Erica will be on the season, I think we're only going to see most of her Chicago stint, which I'm so excited for, but I don't think we're going to see her too much with the women. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope we see her with Garcelle. I feel like, they're Either, close. I think they're going to be good friends. I'm, I think so, too. I'm looking forward to it. Um, okay, so enough about BH. we got to talk about Roni. You know the I love lines. Roni. I know, I know we touched on this a little bit in our Karma. Affair, family our Karma. Affair, family Karma episode, which you should listen to. Go listen. We love Family Karma. Um, the taglines are great. They're so good. Um, I'm going to go through them Please really do. quick. And then I want you to tell me your top and your bottom. Your rose and your thorn Ooh, of the taglines. I love this. Okay. All right, guys. So these are the season 12 taglines for Real Housewives of New York. If you haven't heard them already. Mm-hmm. Dorinda Medley. I'm not always right, but I'm never wrong. <laughs> Sonia Morgan. I'm no one's accessory. I'm the whole lifestyle brand. <laughs> Ramona Singer. I don't need to find love. I love myself. Um, Leah McSweeney. I may float like a butterfly, but I sting like a bitch. Um, Tinsley Mortimer. Life isn't a fairy tale, but I'm hoping mine is the exception. Oh. Um, and Luann De La Seps, a.k.a. Satan Incarnate. Um, raise the curtain, <laughs> lower the lights. I'm taking center stage in my life. So who's your rose and your thorn? Um, okay, well, my thorn is obviously Luann yes. because it's too long. It kind of rhymes, but doesn't. And I'm I'm just, I, I want her to, I need her to take a huge humility pill and chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Um. And I just, I don't like it. But my favorite is by far Dorinda. I'm not always right, but I'm never wrong. It's fucking brilliant. Um, honorable mention, um, it's very close to being my favorite as well. And it's from the newest housewife. Leah's is so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, fly like a butterfly, sing like a bitch. Like she is making a statement. Oh, 
Um, she's my favorite of yeah. the taglines. I've like since Leah was announced, I've kind of been creeping on her. Yeah, so give me a little Instagram. bit of a background on her because so I don't know anything. So she is a fashion designer from New York. Cool. Um, a very like hip modern brand as opposed to like like normal fashion designers. Okay. I can't remember the name of what it's called, but it's like um, it's more of like an urban brand. And she was like really famous for putting like sayings on shirts that were really kind of like out there. Oh, and a cool. bracelet. Like she was kind of like in that street scene before anyone else. Cool. She was on Millionaire Matchmaker oh. um, back in the day, like season, I want to say like four or five. So I'll find that episode. We posted a clip on Hot and Bravo on our Twitter and our Instagram. So she's wealthy. Out. So she is wealthy. Cool. Um, she has a daughter. Cool. Um, McSweeney. That's a Leah McSweeney. It's a cool name. It's yeah. Irish. McSweeney sounds I'm, familiar. I'm Maybe that's why, because McSweeney might be a popular Irish. I mean, McSweeney. I've literally heard that name like a million times oh. before. So, oh. <laughs> um, um, it's funny. She gave me like, um, what's Heather's last name? Debro. No, that's Heather Debro from um, OC. Oh, you're uh, talking about Heather, um, um, Yummy Thompson? No, that's- Heather. Tom- no. Wait, we ha- we've had this fight and yes. discussion before. He- so Heather from New York. Leah gives me <laughs> Heather and Bethany vibes. Like uh, they they clearly are filling a void, and I appreciate that because definitely she's giving me Heather and it is Heather Thompson. Oh my god, you're but Heather it. Thompson is I think used to be married to Bruce Jenner, which is Brody Jenner's mom. <laughs> Which is a con- like a conversation. Oh, seeing that you know me, the Kardashian Jenner world, I'm really okay. rusty on. I, <laughs> I'm really not, you know, well versed. The only thing I know is that you know, Kim- sorry, Linda Thompson is Brody. Jenner. Thank you. I was like, I really think that that's not correct, but great. I'm glad we clarified. Sorry, that's guys. I always get caught up in the in the Heather Thompson, but, but yes, back yeah, to so what you were saying. Gives a Heather Thompson, Bethany Frankel. Obviously, not. I mean, nothing compares to yes. Bethany Queen, but. Definitely feeling that like power, you know, businesswoman, you know. Uh, Come on, Sony is the whole lifestyle brand. Ages by Ramona. Well, and Ro- yeah, that's the thing is that they need a powerful woman for the older women to freak out over. Mm-hmm. They need a powerful younger woman who's killing it and actually like running a business for the older women who think they're running business to like freak out over. to go psycho. Oh, the Ramona's done a you know a solid <laughs> job. You know, whether the product is good or not, Ramona's done a solid job of pushing her product, lo- uh, just pushing herself. Yes. And pushing her, you know, her Ma- Ramona go. brand all over everyone's face. Um, Ramona, not so successful. Still waiting for the toaster oven. Sonia, you mean. Um, Thank you. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I think that Leah McSweeney is part of this new breed of housewife that they're really pulling in, which is a post housewife housewife, where it's yes. kind of like, I know you know Drag Race. Um, there's like a post drag race drag race contestant, which like Aquaria was one of them where she knew the show. She knew the layout. She knew what to do. You know what I mean? Like they're young. They understand the concept. They've seen it before and they're ready to take action. Yeah. With housewives, we're seeing this with, um, Jennifer and Jackie on New Jersey. Totally. Fans who have come in and really made a name for themselves. Bronwyn and Gina. Um, exactly. And Emily. Exactly. All these women who have seen the show understand. Like in their late thirties, early forties. Yes. Yeah. Um, these, these women are kind of, I think the new tide of Bravo. Cause we've seen all the OGs kind of drifting away. We've seen like the big mm-hmm. departure of LVP. Nini's on her way out. Vicky Gunvalson is gone. You know, all these women who are of the old tide of Bravo, we're seeing that new wave. So totally. I'm stoked for Leah. I think she's going to be great. Um, yeah. And I, I think the taglines are fantastic. I think they're really fun this season. Um, hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into like, kind of like want, want news. So as everyone knows, the coronavirus, um, is everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and it's affecting Bravo as well. So we want to kind of touch on a couple stories going on with Bravo. Um, let's start kind of backwards, moving forwards of like, kind of like fun things we want to touch on, Uh, not fun things, but, um, Atlanta reunion has been postponed and we're going to be, it breaks my heart. I mean, Armin has brought up the idea of a teleconference, like them videoing in. And I'm like, no, no, I need, they need to be face to face. Yes. Like we need them in the same room. Yes. Because then nothing can be craft, you know, nothing can be crafted. Um, no, let's just wait. Let's just wait. I really do have faith that like, some semblance of normal life is going to start returning like beginning of May, like when it starts to warm up like everywhere, when everyone starts to experience warmer weather, I have a good feeling that we're going to start getting back to normalcy. And I think that a reunion will pop up as soon as it can. 
Oh, no, I agree. Um, provided that Andy Cohen recovers. Yes. Because, you know, I don't know if that's, is that part of this? That is part of this. Oh, good. So let's, good, good. I was going like, oh, to say that for the end, but oh, like, let's, I mean, let's fine. Let's just lead into it because I want to talk about Andy. So Andy, as you guys know, sending him all of our love and prayers, uh, has tested positive for coronavirus. Yes. Um, he had been self-quarantining before. Because um, he had started to feel sick. He started to feel not well. Quick. So he did it himself. He first let everyone know on March 20th. He said, after a few days of self-quarantine and not feeling great, I've tested positive. Um, and then that's where he told that he wasn't going to do Watch What Happens Live from Home, which he originally was going to do. Right. Because we've been seeing so many things on Instagram, Instagram Live, of people coming in and doing fun stuff. We're, I've been all over our Instagram, guys. If you want to follow Hot and Bravo, at H-O-T and B-R-A-V-O-D. I'm <laughs> seeing if y'all want to do a live book club weekly on um, Next Level Basic with Stassi. It could be so much fun. Maybe I'll do a little um, cocktail tutorial too and talk about Vanderpump That's Rules. That's such a good idea. Because I've got fancy AF, so maybe I'll hop on there. You might see it on Instagram Live. I'll make sure I save them. Um, but yeah, so uh, Andy's not doing the Watch What Happens Live from home, which is totally understandable. He has now been in quarantine. Um, what also kind of makes us sad is he actually revealed... I mean, he says he's getting better, which is fantastic. He called into um, Jeff Lewis's show this week to talk about what was going on. Um, he's actually quarantined away from Ben. Oh. So his little baby Ben is with the nanny. She's mm. tested negative. He's oh, okay. Okay, good. Um, and he's like, I can only watch him from the nanny cam and I feel really sad because I can't be with him. Um, but he said he's experienced some of the symptoms and the worst being like the lack of appetite, lack of appetite and no sense of smell, which he says is coming in like waves. So, and he said he's lost a lot of weight and he's like, he's like, at first I looked at myself in the mirror and was like, Oh, I look good because he's lost a little bit of weight. But now he's like, I need to eat. Um, so sending Andy all of our love and we love else, you, Andy Cohen, everyone else who's struggling, you know, with, um, a diagnosis or not being able to be diagnosed and not feeling well. So we're exactly. sending you, all of our love. If you have the luxury of staying home, stay home. Uh, if you need to be out on the front lines, we thank you. Um, if you need anything, let us know. Yeah. Everyone wash your hands. Keep your social circle very small. Um, the longer we do these things, um, or the sorry, the faster we do these things, the less time we have to be cooped up inside, mm-hmm. away from our friends and our family. So please... Listen to the CDC and the World Health Organization. Don't be um, Vicky Gumbelson. Don't be don't. Vicky Gumbelson. <laughs> you know, just don't. Don't be out in Palm Springs partying, pretending like there's it's nothing not going on. It's about everybody else. It's not about you. Yes. It's about everyone around you. Um, so just be safe. And you know, again, take this time to rest and to like reflect and look at your life and look at what you've done great and what you can improve upon. Like, you know, meditate. Meditate, write songs, write much songs, like Lala Kent did. Our, oh my God. Okay, we will get to that. But like, oh, okay. Can we just skip to that? Can yeah, we, let's just talk about that. Oh this my is God. No, I'm taking over this story. So guys, <laughs> in case you aren't aware, on Lala Kent's uh, Instagram last yes. night, she posted, okay. A song called uh, A Million Germs. A Million Germs. And she sang it on her Instagram. It was very cute. It was pretty funny. And... I knew that it was a it was a song already written called A Million Dreams from The Greatest Showman, written by Pasek and Paul, the musical theater geniuses. Um, they wrote the score for that movie, starring Hugh Jackman and Michelle Williams, the white Michelle Williams. And <laughs> that song opens the show. Last night we watch it, and I'm like, oh, and in my head I'm thinking, oh, how cute. She rewrote this rewrote that song and she made it about the coronavirus, like how catchy. Eddie is losing his goddamn mind, going, oh my God, like that's so clever. And like he immediately starts writing down all the lyrics. I was like, okay, Matt, tomorrow on IGTV or something, like you're gonna sing it, but like sing it well. Like you're gonna sing it like full out and kill it, and then we're gonna post it. And I'm like, okay. And I was a little just <laughs> confused because like you know pink has done a co- everyone that has done a cover of all of these songs you know when the when the movie came out last year or whatever and like pink did a famous cover of it and i'm like okay i mean i guess it's like funny if i do one because like we're doing a cover of the germ song whatever so i go over it i come in today and we're going over it and we're talking about a moment that happens in the song that Lala added. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I was listening to the recording of pink doing it last night. And like, I, she doesn't do that. Like no record. There's no recording of like that drum part. Yeah. And and he's like, wait, what do you mean? I'm like, well, yeah. Like when you cause pink did a cover of it after it originally came out and like, there's no drum thing in there and there's no drum thing in the original one. He goes, wait, this is already a song. (laughs) 
I'm like, yes. So Eddie thought that Lala Kent, musical savant, wrote this song for the coronavirus. I came up with the melody, came up with the words. I was like, Lala could write a full-on musical. She is a talent. I was on the floor, you guys. So I don't know if I'm going to do it anymore. Can you just sing a little bit of it? I wrote down the lyrics. What part do you want to (laughs) sing? I think, okay, guys, I think my favorite lines, though, I just want to read some. The TV, the TV has made us crazy. We live in the world that the government designed. That's a great coronavirus. Because every night I lie in bed, coronavirus fills my head. Um, Yeah, but you have to listen to the original song because she doesn't change that much. (laughs) (laughs) Coronavirus isn't sold. It will come for you. You may have a cough or a cold. Don't ignore what we've been told. That one, actually, that, the refrain... Like, that bridge is actually very funny. Her rewriting of the bridge is quite good. So it's good. Do you want to sing a little bit of it? Or no? No. All right. No. You can watch... Everyone go on Lala's Instagram and watch it. It's quite funny. Um, I'm pretty sure her husband is in the background because she keeps looking at him, being like, (laughs) hey, what's up? But, oh my God, you guys. It was so funny. Eddie literally thought that Lala was Mozart, for God's sake. I thought, I was like, she's brilliant. She's, like, I can't wait for the new music between her and James. If this is the kind of stuff she's turning out. A musical theater album on the way. Vanderpump Rules the Musical. There's so many things that were... (laughs) I mean, we should... I mean, more to the point, we could really get to writing, like, a parody musical of Vanderpump. I mean, yeah, if this is all I need to do is just rewrite lyrics to songs that are already there, call me yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to. Oh, you guys, it tickled me pink. That's why I love Eddie so much. It was so fucking funny. I was Um, trying my best. No, and that's the thing. You were just so, (laughs) you were so gung-ho. You're like, we're going to change. What if, (laughs) what if, what's, um. What is Lala's husband's name again? Randall. Randall. What if Randall like sees this and like cast you in a movie musical? And I was like, what? Hey, I was the guy that cast really nice and supportive. No, so you're being very sweet. <laughs> but like, this is the guy that produced The Irishman. I don't know yeah, if he's Mobsters gonna... the Musical. It's going to be a hot new sh- movie that's going to make zero John dollars. Travolta. It'll be great. We'll get him to do it. Because he's been in... He, John Travolta did Hairspray the movie musical. Yeah, I forgot about that, that. But yeah, it was real. I loved, I loved Hairspray. He was horribly miscast. Had he, Amanda Bynes, and I feel like there's one other person. Had three, there were three people in that show. Had they been missed, had been, they been recast, it would have been even better. The movie I thought was great, but recast John Travolta and Amanda Bynes, and you would have got like a supremely amazing group. Well, there's getting always back time. to Bravo, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's talk about another show let's get out of coronavirus oh well, let's one more thing with coronavirus ramona and mario are quarantining together with avery oh in God, florida it is so cute that's a love story for the ages i want to see that on roni but i think that's the thing is i think that this is going to bring them back together oh 100 they're back they've been back together what we were watching season oh, 11 ele- the most recent one was 12? 11 no, the most recent one that I'm was eleven. Was yes, eleven because twelve. And is the we time see Mario come back and they're hanging out yes, and like yes. all they talk about that a lot that they're mm-hmm. you know back to that they're friendly again mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So and he's like, oh, our she husband. insists though at the reunion. I'm pretty sure she insists that like no, we're just friends. Yada yada yada. But again, think like world events like this bring people together. Bring people together. It really they really do. And they have a lot of history. Fingers crossed for Brian and Monica family karma. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sure she liked the tweet they, about our, our oh, podcast. So oh, I'm good. hoping she listens. They're self-isolating together. I'm sure. I'm sure they are. All they of them have though. to like all four families. I'm sure they're five, just six, all five. in like a compound. Oh, I'm sure they've all guys, done it. You guys aren't watching family karma. Watch family karma. Get but on it. You guys also, You are sleeping on it. You are stupid. We're going to move to our number three story. We are, uh, we're going a little long today guys, but we are hoping you enjoy it because we've got a lot to say. Um, candy. Let's talk about Candy and let's show, talk about a show called The Mass Singer. You're obsessed with The Mass Singer. I'm I don't get it. I think it's ridiculous. So you can talk about it. Okay. This. So <laughs> you hate that I watch The Mass Singer. Um, I just don't get it. Like, the celebrities don't win any money to give to charity. And, like, the, the celebrity judges don't get anything. Well, they get paid a lot of money yeah. to, guess, to be judges. But, like, we don't get any. Like, no one. There's nothing comes from it. The thrill of, like, guessing every week and then seeing who's finally revealed is. 
everything. Okay, to well me. you can enjoy that. And um <laughs> I sometimes okay, and you know I watch it sometimes like you've seen how I watch it where like I'll watch performance, I'll skip to who they think it is. Like I won't listen to any of the stuff. Like I'll wait for that last little bit and then I skip. Like I just watch the I like to watch the performances. But how silly is it that no. you like, skip around? I mean, whatever. Whatever. It's, it's like a real. It's fine. Like, it's but like there's a, a rumor. There's show. a rumor that Candy might be one oh, of the ones. Hundred percent. Oh, it candy. is. Okay. Um, her clues always match up to Candy. Um, everything is about like Atlanta and about her Grammys and like how all these things. And people think it's all these different people. They don't realize like she's a songwriter and she's not actually the star. They have allusions to like you know her girl group. They've got all this kind of stuff. Um, and her voice is just undeniable. Like you know it's Candy cracks and all. And I'm not throwing any shade, but you you saw last season. She's more of a Shamari. producer and a business she can woman sing. and like a a, a move maker. Yes. Slash like actress now. More so than a singer. An actress, I'm going to use very loosely, but yes, she is an actress. Hey, she's on um, the fucking TV show. That's true. That's true. And all reality TV is acting in some way. Well, no. Um, Chai, the Chai is a legit show. Oh, no, the on, Chai. No, yeah. I know. I know. I'm just being mean. No, I know. It can be, I can be a little shady if I want to. Oh, okay. Um, Damn. <laughs> even though I'm like the angel on this podcast, guys. Everyone knows. Um, but yes, I believe Candy is on The Mass Singer. Her first song wasn't great. Her second song is fantastic. I'm sure she's going to make it to at least the top nine. Uh, maybe top five people think she could win it, but I don't know. But yeah, if you guys believe that Candy's on the mass singer sound out, sound in, but you, the thing you also don't get is like why celebrities do this show. Like why would Candy need to do the show? But it's like such a good, so many people watch the show. It's like such good PR to get your name out there. Well, no. And she's been doing a lot of, she's been branching out of Atlanta, Atlanta doing big brother celebrity yes. doing this. Like she's like, she's, purposefully like just trying to make moves happen and keep, you know, she's, she's just, just a, she's a great businesswoman. She is. And I'm still dying over her on Atlanta this week saying, um, you know, when I was in the big brother house and I met Dina Lohan, well, her daughter, <laughs> um, so that's happening. Um, okay. So that was my little news. That was story. Number three was candy. I believe is on the mass singer, which isn't really a news story, but if you're right, I'll, I'll be the first to be like, congratulations. I want nothing but cake, buntinis, red velvet, 12. Ooh. If I'm right. Jesus, okay. Very specific Fine. prize. You're going to have to send me a text because <laughs> I will not remember that. I'll just send you the bill. I'll just order it for Amazing. myself. Amazing. Um, okay, let's do number two story, which is going to be Vanderpump drama. Yeah, there's a lot of So there's stuff. a lot of stuff going down in the Vanderpump world. Vanderpump world? Yeah. Vanderpump world. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just stroked out for a second. <laughs> Always, constantly in this. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is not the most recent episode, but the episode before, um, we saw a little, and people have been calling this out on Twitter, on Reddit, um, Jack's doing cocaine on camera. The last time I saw this was when Jessica Simpson's mom did cocaine uh, on their reality like, show. Why is anybody surprised? That's the thing. Is everyone's like surprised and shocked, but I'm like, mm, this was bound to happen. I'm not surprised or shocked that he is still a pasta user, but, um, Oh, is that, wait, you are, you've oh never heard this theory that it's not about the pasta is about, it's not about pasta. It's actually about cocaine. And that's why they were like, it's not about the pasta. Like it's not about the cocaine. They were just using code words. Cause they oh can't say cocaine on television. Oh my God. So when Lala ate Oliver Kell's pasta, she did Oliver Kell's cocaine. Oh my God. That was whatever everyone said it was. Oh and my God. The entire cast I have been it. trying to figure out what the fuck they've been talking about. Cause I knew they were talking in code, but I was like, what? It's so not about the Wow. Pasta. Wow. Are you kidding? We have hats on Hot and Bravo that say all about the pasta. Not the drug term, but like, if you guys really like pasta, it's a good hat. <laughs> I had a, we had pasta last night. We did. Okay. So now, well, no. And the actual pasta. Actual pasta. Let me actual be pasta. clear. Oh my God. A wild enough. Yeah, no, no. Guys, drugs are bad. We actually had like whole grain, like HelloFresh pasta. It was very good. It was actually delicious. Um, anyway. So yes, that to me was just like, yeah, he got caught with his pants down. And I'm sorry. It's also so great because he literally is every episode. It's like, Oh my God, it's just too much. Everyone's so much. Everyone's so much. Uh, and then he ends up being bridezilla. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to just take it easy. And then yeah. it's like, he's the one going crazy. He's, and it's he, like, he is the, uh, I, I can't stand Jax. I can't stand him. He is 180 every, every five minutes. He's a 180 on everything, uh, on every issue, every person. Um, he's just the worst. I can't stand him. Um, we all hate Jax. That wedding was insufferable. 
their vows were so stupid. I can't. Um, but it I was I was saying yesterday it would be kind of cool to have like Lance Bass be your officiant and sign your wedding certificate. Oh, hundred percent. Like they will look back on all of that fondly, but like I still stand by the fact that they will get divorced in the next oh, in ten years or less. I'm sorry, with vows like that that literally sound like you wrote them on the back of a wrapper, like a receipt yeah, wrapper. It was all about Carl- Hooters and friends. No, truly, it sounds like-, like they took the back of a receipt wrapper at Hooters and wrote their vows down on it and was like, "We're gonna read these." <laughs> gonna read these in the ceremony yeah, meanwhile we got these vows like, you know i am very much of oh, the so i'm very much on the casey wilson camp of i can't stand britney either i think she is a fraud we've thought that she was a sweet little country bumpkin for too long and i'm over it well there's a reason you date Jax taylor thank you I, well again you know <laughs> i said this i recently we uh, i recently re-watched olive vanderpump all of and vanderpump. i was like wow i really don't I don't get the, now watching it all in, you know, in one sitting, I'm like, oh, I don't get the Britney hype. I don't think Britney's all that great. She actually seems very calculated in coming here, moving here, being with Jax. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just And there's all- a reason she stayed with him after all of his bullshit. It's because right. she wanted this moment right here. Okay, but enough. <laughs> let's, let's stop ragging on Britney for a second. Okay. Because I want to talk about Jax and... Tom oh yes, Sandoval. fill me in on this because you're you just told me about this like before we went Very on briefly. Air. Um, so as you can see on the season, Tom and Jax are not doing well at all. They are at each other's throats, even though they are saving face with each other because, you know, Jax wants to be the number one guy in the group, and he is slowly losing stock because let's be real, Tom Sandoval is the like the. I love Tom Sandoval. Me if, too. If I could find myself a Tom Sandoval, if I could marry Tom Sandoval, I would. I know all of you guys know I was in love with Schwartz for the longest time, but I, it's moved to Sandoval. Rewatching and seeing him, and just seeing him even like, I, guys, last night the extra episode, Ryan and Armin are going to do the recap. But I loved him coming in on the stilts. I loved that his party was like the theme Tom was extra. Has just never. Ever like yes, has Tom made some mistakes? Yes, for but who sure. Hasn't? Not nearly as many as the rest of this crew. Number one, number two, he has never ever wavered from who he is. Mm-hmm. Ever, mm-hmm. he has kept it one hundred. He's unapologetically the, himself, a hundred percent. And I really admire that. Even um, when he's acting, guys, that's Tom Sandoval. No, that's a hundred percent Tom Sandoval. And like. He just is super honest with everybody. Mm-hmm. And I really like that about him. It's not always like the easiest thing to listen to or to be around all the time. Um, if you're in a friend group. So I, I can imagine why sometimes they're like, God, Sandoval, I yeah. wish you would just like let it go. But I love him. He's the best. Um, I agree. I'm glad and- you're on the Sandoval train. Because yeah. the Schwartz train, I've always been like one foot in, one foot out. And I'm right now I'm like off the train letting it. Right well, away. I was also, I mean, I've met Schwartz. He's been on this podcast. That's right. You have a deeper connection um, with he him. He bought me a shot and a beer at Pride and like hung out with my friends for like an hour. And I feel like if you one day decide to move to West Hollywood and like apply for a job at TomTom, Tom, you'll get it. Oh my God. They would literally like hand <laughs> me the front desk and be like, yeah, you're fine. Like, yeah, just Max, go. give me the keys. Here, Eddie, take yeah, it. Yeah, like, okay, I'm <laughs> running this business. I'd be a much better a manager than, I mean, well, but yeah, sorry, so, But now Jackson and Tom are in a Twitter fight. Okay, yes. So last week, I know it's this week in Bravo Top 5, guys, but I haven't been on. So there's Again, this. time and space doesn't exist right now because of coronavirus. Every day's a weekend. Yes. Um. Okay, so Jax tweeted, how about the fact that Jeremy, Ariana's brother, can't work at TomTom because he doesn't have the right look? Are you effing kidding me? What look do you need to have? Um, hashtag pump rules. Is this about how you treat your girlfriend's brother? Then... Uh, Jack said, telling your girlfriend's brother that you belong at a tiki bar, not Tom Tom when he's hurting for shifts, question mark. No, that's insane. Jeremy's a lot better looking and a better bartender than half the staff at Tom Tom. So sit your sit in your pretty house while your while your younger brother struggles. Tom fired back saying, When people talk shit about you and don't at you or the people they're talking about at Jeremy Maddox, it should tell you a lot about who they are and what they are saying. At Mr. Jax Taylor, stop posting fiction, get a hobby, and get off my nuts, you whiny little bitch. Whoa. Then Jax wrote, at Jeremy Maddox, did you not say this to me at dinner the other day? Kind of random thing to make up. Guess we'll just see at the reunion. Or um, asking him for 1% of his startup because he's lived in your apartment and paid rent. Wow, yeah, you're a good friend. All right. Um, It seems like these two are just at each other's throats for everything, but I'm... Uh, and guys come after me if you want, but like I'm Loki team Tom Sandoval because 
Jeremy Maddox, I, I get what they're saying. It's not a look about how attractive you are. It's, it's a look. Like, I get, I, he's very messy looking. I, Tom Tom is very, like, polished. Everything is very, like, clean. You know, like, it, it could be a million different things that Jeremy's not fitting this look. And honestly... Well, and also, like, it also could be, like, you know, maybe there, maybe there is another reason. Yeah. And, and maybe Tom doesn't using. want to embarrass his sister's or his um, girlfriend's brother. Yeah. You know, maybe he's I, not a great bartender. Maybe he's a slacker. We well, don't know. And one, I'm pretty sure I thought that he was, I thought that the, I've only known him to be a busser and a bar back at sir. I didn't realize that he was also learning to bartend. Well, I think Ariana definitely. Well, yeah. Okay. Also, but what if it's a nepotism thing? Maybe what if they are like, it's a con- conflict of interest for you to work here because you know, your sister is my going to be my, or is my life partner. You know what well, I mean? that's the thing. Um, <coughs> sorry guys, the water went down the wrong. Or path. maybe again, like we don't know the whole story. Maybe there were multiple candidates, and it came down to like bare essentials, and they were like, "Well, there's conflict of interest with Jeremy. Plus, he doesn't have the look. Plus, you know, blah 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 blah." And any restaurant that is under the LVP like stamp would say that they all have their own vibe. They, they do have their own vibe. That's like the someone thing. that's working at Pump isn't necessarily right for working at Sir. Like some people, yes, do cross over. They're usually girls. Yes. Um, like Dana and but the um, men, it's very but the specific. men. The men are very specific. There's no crossover. The at men all. you see at Pump are not the same men you see at Sir, and are not the same men that you see at Tom. No, Tom I don't think it's a it's definitely not the same men as Phil Blanca. N- yeah, and it's not a race thing because Jeremy's white. Like yeah. it's not. A J- I think Jax is trying to sensationalize a situation this. to make Tom Sandoval look bad. Right, and I exactly. think that Jeremy probably said something to Jax, but yeah. it wasn't. I don't know. He wasn't Again, trying to start drama or like if I'm gonna get things going. Put my money behind someone. It's gonna between Jax and Sandoval. It's Sandoval like a hundred times over because Jax is a full of shit. Uh, yeah, I'm always Team Tom Sandoval. Um, well, so that was that news. Um, and then I can't wait the, for that reunion whenever it happens. Oh, it's gonna be so good <laughs> whenever we get it. Um, I told Armin that we should, they should do a VR one where they all like do it or whatever. They're they're all quarantined in a room and we can like put on masks and like you can be each person too. So like. Oh shit! You can sit in Andy's seat. You can sit in Stassi's seat. You, like with the cameras. I don't know if That's they could do trippy. that, or they like make like digital versions of them, CGI it. Guys, I'm just saying. I'm throwing out that ideas. Is, um, so speaking of things maybe being postponed and things that are definitely postponed, uh-huh. um, one is Randall and Lala's um, wedding, which makes me sad. It is sad because I really do believe in them. <laughs> I I do too. I I love Lala always coming to the defense of being like, yeah, he might not be, everyone could say he's not the best looking, everyone can say he's fat, everyone can say this, that, and the other, but like, he has shown me what true love is, and I really respect her for that, because this is the thing, and like, this is an issue that I have a lot of people who, um, I guess, like, date someone who's like, objectively, like, not in their, like, I guess it's called, what is what's the league? Yes. That's what they call them, leagues. Yeah. They're and echelon. So, yes. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, it really bugs me whenever like you see someone with someone like significantly older or maybe someone like not as attractive as them and you immediately think, oh, it's for the money, it's for the power, it's for this. But like you can meet someone and they could be literally like the ugliest person in the world, but like the way that they make you feel is the best. Yes. And I, and I really do feel like this is the case with Lala and Randall. Yes, I think Lala might have been like hyped up with all the money, whatever. She's young. I, we're, me and Lala are the same age. Like I, when I when she was going through her shit at the beginning... I was going through the same exact stuff, trying to be like this, that, and the other, trying right. to find out my identity and who I am. Right. I think Randall helped her find out who she is, helped her get sober. She's realizing she's thriving in a relationship with this man with two kids. You know what I mean? Because well, like, I mean, she, I, I really respect it. I agree. And I think that when you, I mean, in my experience as well, the older you get, the more you st- understand that like there is a, there is a to- whole totality of things. Ah, quiet Milford, Delaware, I hate spam calls. They're the fucking worst. They are. Um, but the older you get, the more you go, there's a whole totality of things that make a person your person to be yeah. with for life. Yes. Um, and it really is m- so much more about how they make you feel. Yeah. Um, 
And I also like, the more I see them together, the more I see them fit, the more I see yes. them like, oh, yes, they make sense. And, you know, Randall seems really genuine and seems really, and he's also very successful. See, you know? that's the thing is like the more I see of Randall on the show and like the more I, I don't know, like just get of Randall. He seems like such a cool guy. Like, he does. I would love to hang out with Randall. I think he'd be so much fun. I think he'd be awesome. Um, and yeah, like whatever. But um, I'm sad that their wedding's getting, um, you yeah, know, one well, I'm postponed. really glad, especially since like James is got invited and he's going because mm-hmm. he's doing really well and he's sober now. I think for like what six or seven months now he's been sober. Yes, he announced it on Watch What Happens um, Live. So I we're loved. Proud of him. I know you guys. Are, I know Armin and is it Nick? Uh, Ryan. Ryan. Oh my god, I'm so <laughs> sorry. I know that uh, Ryan and Armin are going to cover this in the Vanderpump episode. Um, but I just wanted to say that I loved even though I think Raquel is the worst. Um, I really liked that James went to AA and that he's getting help. And you saw me. I, you know, we I got had emotional. I was, you were crying. Yeah, I was well, I mean, crying. I've always had a soft spot for James and cause I always could see that his parents and his family life and alcohol. I, I knew there were things that were negatively affecting him that he couldn't get out from under and that no one was helping him to do that. Mm-hmm. At least of all his quote unquote friends. Yeah. So I'm glad that he's finally getting up from oh, under it I agree and I really do think he's changing and I, as much as I like ragged on Raquel and I ragged on James I really do feel like they are good for each other but James definitely hooked up with uh, Logan next um, part of the story I love that they brought that up even though I also can't stand Logan oh I hate Logan but I I'm call so him, glad they brought that up again I because, call him a yes. tooth he's like looks like Timmy Turner he looks like a tooth oh. from like oh. Fairly Odd Parents <sighs> Do you see it? I do, especially with the haircut. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, <laughs> okay. Also, One- that sparkly, like, really sheer, like, black tank top. Like, take a fucking seat. Yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> um, but before we move on to our number one story, um, I just want to say Fofty, uh, a.k.a. 50 Cent, had to comment on Randall and Lala's um, engagement being postponed or wedding being postponed. And he said, he posted the story on his Instagram and said, um, was it nobody going to this shit <gasps> anyway? So, in case you want to know how 50 and Cent remind feels. me that 50 Cent. Okay. So briefly, I know that we've like been talking way too long, but so can you 50, briefly 50 remind Cent me? 50 Cent had uh, kind of seen some things going down on Vanderpump Rules, started seeing the show and saw Randall's girl, Lala, talking about, you know, getting the Range Rover and all this stuff. And she was like, well, Randall owes me a million dollars. So <gasps> he went all off on Randall, was posting screenshots of text messages between the two. And he's like, Fofty, please, I'll get you the money. Like, it was embarrassing. Um, but it was hilarious. Oh, shit. So, so Randall yeah. owed him money. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, I'm assuming that got paid. Oh, it did. He had it in, like, the next day. Um, oh, my God. We still have one more thing. Yes, we do. Oh my God. I know. That's why I was like, we need to move on. I'm sorry. Um, guys, no, it's fine. I, this it's is why you can't have me do these because I just chat. But it's fun. I like this because okay. we can just chat. Great. I'm having fun. I hope you enjoy Are it. you okay? Yeah, do I'm you have great. anywhere to be? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, your schedule's pretty booked, Matt. I know. It's a lot. I have like so much sitting around. I know. And you eating gotta, to get back to. <laughs> so much sitting and eating. <laughs> All right, guys, this is our number one story, and we don't want it to be the number one story, but. It's just too juicy not to have it be the number yeah. one story. And all I'll say about this is that I just recently started watching Southern Charm from the very beginning. Like two days thanks ago. Thanks to Kelsey and Eddie. And only two episodes in and I already find this person repugnant. And this just furthers that. So continue, Eddie. So everyone's favorite Southern Charm castmate, Thomas Ravenel, LOL, <laughs> insert laughter here, um, <laughs> is expecting a child um, with his new girlfriend, um, just after finishing his custody battle with Catherine. So um, he's expecting a kid with a woman named Heather Masco. Just to remind you guys, Thomas Ravenel is 57. She's 38. Like I said, age, you know, doesn't really matter when you're older. It's all about who you Depends love. on the but, person and the circumstances. But, um, but Thomas Ravenel is a disgusting person. And these circumstances are horrible. <laughs> exactly. So she's in it for one thing. Um, she's a registered nurse, much like his last girlfriend, which is weird. Um, and a mother of two. So she already has two children. Yes, she has two children who are 12 and 13 with her um, former, I don't know if it's her husband or lover. Um, His name is Leo, I'm going to butcher this, Chia Chorus, and he's 60. Um, And he's a famous restaurateur in Charleston. Um, 
she's expecting a kid with this guy. The ex-lover or husband or whatever his name is, Leo, saw that Ravenel was spending the night with the kids in the house, the 12 and 13-year-old, and posted a banner hanging from his home. Yikes. Um, that read, and I showed you this poster. It was crazy. It says, keep this guy out of your house while minors are sleeping. Thomas Ravenel was booked on second degree assault and battery. And, and then something's blurred out to a former nanny on January 25th, 2015. Thomas Ravenel was also indicted on federal cocaine charges in June, 2007. See, I knew about the cocaine charges, but I did not know that he like beat so, the hell out of somebody. So nanny Don. Wait, a nanny? Yes. It was the, the children's nanny. It was him and Catherine's kids, nanny. Um, it's a very dark story. I really don't want to repeat all of it here. Um, if you want to read about it, definitely Google, yeah, let's not get um, Nanny Dawn and, uh, Thomas Ravenel. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of issues with Thomas. Um, I'm shocked that he's having a kid. So like, I don't know. I, it just seems like he's very, uh, I just, there's so much with the story well, no, that I because, need to unpack. Like, yeah. I know what you're trying to, I think I know what you're trying to say. It's like, it is irresponsible yes. to have children irresponsibly. It's yes. irresponsible to start relationships like this, this irresponsibly. Like you, like from the beginning that we've known you, like you've been trying to redeem yourself from this, from yes. the these horrible cocaine charges from 2007. It's like, when is it actually going to happen? Like you have children now. It's not just you. You have children and you have already have a legacy. Yes. You need to start showing them how to be an upstanding human being. I agree. And it's also it, another, and why is he not getting punished for all the shit that he's doing? He, his punishment, which guys I'm still mad about was that he pleaded guilty to these assault charges. And then oh, instead of, and instead of, um, jail time, he just paid a $500 penalty, Wait, which is what? a drop in the bucket for him. It's disgusting. It's, it's, there's so many things wrong with it. Another thing that is wrong. I feel like this is so weird is that God. Catherine and Thomas had been seen together and photographed at like a benefit together recently. And everyone thought Thomas and her were getting back together, which caused a lot of uproar. But at the same time, Catherine was like, no, we're just co-parenting. And it was like, oh, maybe Thomas is making more of an effort to be in Catherine in the children's life. Maybe he's really be, you know, being great with this and all. And then this story comes out and he's like, no, he's having uh... a woman. And by the way, the baby's coming in June. So this woman is far along at this point. She's only got a couple months left. Yeah, she's very close. So it's a shocking story. I I don't know why this woman would have a child with Thomas Ravenel. Thomas hasn't been on Southern Charm for a while, right? Years. Okay. He hasn't been on for like two years, Because he's, well, he's been a huge liability. Yeah, and <laughs> he and his family basically told him like if he was on the show again, they'd cut him off. There's like all this stuff. I'm surprised they haven't already. Oh, this this little boy is still getting money out the wazoo. It's so. just so gross, though. It's just such an... It's unfortunate that we're still living in a day and age where like... Because of your money, your affluence, and where you like yes. wh- who your family is, like you, you can get away with murder. And Thomas Ravenel is one of those people. Um, okay, well, t- sorry so to much, end it with such a bad story. But no, so much is happening. You know, we got to keep people informed. We got to keep people in the know we because got- they should be paying attention to the CDC and the WHO. Let us pay attention to the Bravo crazies and we'll, you know, we'll report the good word. I agree. Okay. It's time for our game. We do this every week. It's called the hot and Bravo moment of the week. Now this is the moment that got you the most hot and bothered on your TV screen. So it's not a news story. It's not Bravo IRL. It is Bravo that we have watched. So first from Vanderpump rules, we have the Stasi. Kristen and Katie blow up at the party where the witches of WeHo disbanded. We are no longer sisters. Right. Okay. From Family Karma. Okay. We have Anisha calling Vishal and Amrit two thirty-somethings with small dick energy and yes. a and a mediocre CrossFit glow up. Yep. Um. From Real Housewives of Jersey last week, we have the final blow up with Danielle at yep. the reunion, mm-hmm. of course, as always. Mm-hmm. And with Shaws of Sunset this week, we have um. Tommy destroying uh, Reza and Adam's backyard. So out of these four moments that uh, were on your Bravo screens last week, Matthew, which one got you the um, most hot? I would like and to bothered. add an honorable mention: uh, Nini spitting a peanut at Kenya. Oh, of course, that whole blow up in general. Of course. Um, but my favorite. I really didn't know which one I was going to pick until you said the last one. But that last one, I think, is my favorite. Uh, yeah, MJ's husband unleashing hell on Reza's yard. That I think was like 
I mean, Shaw's in general is just one blow up episode after another. People aren't liking Shaw's, but I'm loving Shaw's. If you're sleeping on Shaw's, you're wrong. And I highly recommend that you um, wake up and you start watching. Um, but yeah, that was my favorite. And I only think it's going to get more dramatic from here with Shaw's. Oh, I agree. Um, I think for me, uh, it was the disbanding of the witches of WeHo on Vanderpump That was my Rules. close second. That was my um, very close second. Just seeing the sadness on Kristen's face, I really felt for her. And mm-hmm. I feel like I've been so team Katie and Stassi. And then I'm now seeing Kristen. And I'm like, if I was that friend in that moment, and I feel like I have sometimes been that friend in the moment where they're like, we're just, we're, we're becoming friends in a different way. And yeah. like, it just is, it's a hard moment to navigate yes. and I feel like they navigated it so poorly with her and I really felt bad for Kristen because it's okay to like evolve from friends and realize like it's not your sitch anymore. Totally. And but I, there's I a way think to they're do still it. so, I think Stassi and Kate are still so mad that that's yes. all that they can express right now. And don't think I'm not going to call it Stassi for a costume repeat. <laughs> also though, like Katie, like she like really just laid it out for us that she literally is a piece of shit that does absolutely nothing. <laughs> she is literally quarantine vibes and all the time. And her Corona persona has existed since we've known her. Okay, I'm dying. You wanted to talk about Corona personas. This is something that came from Bitch Sash? Yes. Yes. So they, they um, but they stole it from someone I think as well. We're like, Basically, they've just been talking about people's corona personas, like the, the 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 personality that they've assumed since this has all like happened, and how like you know Ramona's is like fleeing to Miami with her yes. ex husband, and Vicky's is like fleeing to the desert and being responsible, and you know Rena's is doing TikToks with her daughters. Like everyone's <laughs> like true colors are coming out. So I would like everyone um to take a moment and reflect and think about your corona persona during these times. And why don't you like tweet or like Instagram Eddie and tell us your persona yeah what's your persona i mean it's pretty much the same no i'm kidding um my persona is um wake up early go to bed early um and spin about everything okay yeah i'm pretty that seems about right not not like I, I'm just, I'm, I am very much like, what do I do now? What do I do now? What's next? What's next? What's next? And kind of, um, having to sit down and be like, why don't you just like let that go? Be? Yeah. I think that's like the, the, one of the small silver linings that can come out of this experience, I think for everyone is taking a step back and just re just like looking at, just taking a look at things. Yeah. Positive or constructive. Taking a look at things. Um, so that's what I've been trying to do. But now that we're like, on what day eight or nine of this, I'm like, I've been doing that. And now there's nothing left to do. So like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like my Corona persona has been really chill. You're doing very well. I feel like I've been like working on my fitness. I've been gaining some weight. You know, I'm trying to get like those goals done. I don't know. I feel like this is who I really, I feel like this Corona persona is like, oh, wow. I'm like, Me and my natural I'm, habitat. I'm doing all right. But like, I, I miss people. That's the thing. I really miss people. And I miss, I miss connection. I miss going out and doing things. Yeah. I miss hugs and all of that stuff. Yeah. I'm very much on that. Um, but, but yeah, take advantage of the positive things from this experience while you can. Yeah. Folks. Come and emerge a beautiful butterfly and sting like a bitch. Oh, uh, that's why I'm coming out of the Corona. Gotta that's end, my gotta, Corona persona. On that. No, that was too good. That that's was great. great. Guys, if you guys want to make sure you get all of our recaps, we're doing Shaw's family karma, um, our Roni's coming out. ROBH is coming out. If you want all that and more, make sure you guys just subscribe to wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And make sure you guys like, rate, and share because we want to share you with your friends and family. Don't spread the virus. Spread hot and bravoed. If you guys want to follow us on social media, um, we are on Twitter and Instagram by searching at H-O-T. Yes. In B R A V O D, Matthew, how can people find you? Matthew J McFarland on Instagram. Don't follow that, but follow at Eddie <laughs> underscore Estrada on Instagram and Twitter. And we will see you guys next time. Bye.